Hello my spiritual family and friends, I hope you're all well and have a blessed March so far. This is Spiritual Podcast for myself, Ashley, for those of you who are joining us for the first time. Welcome, 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 welcome to our little spiritual safe space where we discuss all things spiritual. I hope you guys are well, it is great to be back. Um, I'm super excited because I finally, 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 finally guys, I got my Mac fixed. However, I am anxious because <laughs> we do have Mercury going retrograde in the month of April. So I'm really praying that all the hiccups I've had with my Mac are resolved and I ain't going to have any more issues for a while. Because honestly, guys, I might just pull my hair out if something happens to this Mac again and just end up buying a new one. But anyways, just glad I've got my Mac back. So I'm hoping I can be a lot more productive and bring you guys a lot more content. So today we are back to talk about the astrology for the month of April. I am excited about April. I think I've been excited about every month this year to be honest <laughs> because 2023 is just looking like a very interesting year overall um, and I definitely walked into this year with my arms wide open. So I'm just open to receiving whatever the planetary action brings each month. But this month is exciting because we will celebrate the astrological new year. Aries is the start of the zodiac sign. So we will celebrate that. And I think that will usher in a lot of energy that a lot of us may need to kind of build the foundations that we need for the next year. So this is going to be interesting. Um, we're recording this on the 11th of March. So we have nine days until um, the sun officially moves into Aries. And then literally the day after we have a new moon in Aries. And literally in a few days, we have a rare aspect happening, which is Jupiter conjunct Chiron and Aries. So you can definitely feel the energies of Aries season creeping in right at this minute. But enough of that. Let's talk about what April is going to look like, what transits are taking place and what kind of things you need to take note of and the themes that may be arising. So on the 3rd of April, we have Mercury entering Taurus. And then three days later, on the 6th of April, we have a full moon in Libra. A couple of days later, we have Venus entering Gemini on the 13th of April. And then on the 20th of April, we have the sun entering Taurus, coupled with a new moon in Aries again and an eclipse. So this is already telling me that a lot of things are going to happen in April. Although there's not a lot of transits happening, March kind of started the ball rolling for certain themes and experiences to come into play in this month and one of the things that has been coming up massively for me um this is something that I like to do whenever I am preparing to talk to you guys about the astrology I like to connect with the energy and try and experience it myself to know how to better convey it to you guys so you can also use the information that I'm sharing with you in the best way possible one of the things that's coming up for me is about the importance of the body like how much of a temple our body is and how much um, it shields us and protects us and nourishes us and what we have to do as individuals to facilitate the body being able to do 
the things that it does to function correctly and to function at optimal level. So, um, that's something that's going to be very, very significant over the next 18 months, especially when the North node moves into Aries. Um, a lot of us are going to be focusing on our connection to our body and how we can better serve our body by cutting out certain things and by adapting different approaches and lifestyles. So that's something for you to be mindful of. So like I said, we will have two new moon in Aries, literally about a month apart, which is very rare. This does not happen. So on, um, the 21st of March, we have the first new moon in Aries. And then on the 20th of April, we have the second new moon in Aries, which is coupled with a solar eclipse. So this solar eclipse is at 29 degrees of Aries, marking the start of eclipse season. And I guess the change of the guards, so to speak, with the nodes that will take place on July the 12th, which we will speak about closer to the time. So having two new moons in the same sign almost a month apart is very, very rare, like I said. And it would be wise to pay attention to the themes that are coming up now, as they will give a lot of insight into what the North Node in Aries brings into focus for us when the nodes switch signs. So like I just described, like for me personally, I've been really focused on my body. I've been listening to my intuition when it tells me to eat, when it tells me not to eat, when it tells me to sleep, when it tells me to incorporate certain things in my diet, when it tells me to cut certain things out, out, when it tells me to do research into certain things that I'm consuming, I've been really taking that seriously. And I feel like this is significant because it's going to be like survival of the fittest <laughs> over the next couple of years. So it would be wise to pay attention to any intuitive cues that you have over the next couple of weeks, as they're going to be helping you establish new habits that are going to help your body in the long run. So immediately surrounding this month, I felt a lot of tension energetically wise. It feels like things are coming to a head. Some of the key words that came up for me were eruptions, volcanic, heat, fire, explosions. And this can literally be uh, in a metaphorical way or in a literal sense, like we could have some volcanic eruptions or there could be some fires started or there could be some explosions. And this is all because of how much energy there is in Aries at the moment. Um, I felt a lot of anger and frustration building that is around people's relationships to systems that they rely on and these systems failing them in some shape or form. The positive of that is people have to stand on their own two feet. So they'll have to think for themselves and take their power back, which is something that I've been singing from the rooftops over the last couple of years, that we're in a position right now where things are breaking away, especially as we had Pluto and Capricorn, um, breaking down so that we can establish our own authority and our own sense of direction and not rely on systems or people to um, guide us. And this is what is happening and will be happening a lot more strongly now that Pluto is moving into Aquarius. So a lot of people will be taking back their power from these systems or people that they have freely given their power to. With Taurus season upon us in this mix, I see a lot of focus on materialism, on wealth, resources like food and water. A lot of people will be talking about what is really going on in these areas, especially with Mercury and Taurus at some point in this month and the sign itself representing the voice and representing, um, you know, us speaking up 
for ourselves or speaking up about things that are happening that people might not know about. So although April is a quiet month in regards to transits, it's not one to take lightly as there's potential for a lot of things to happen this month, especially considering Saturn is in Pisces and Pluto will have finally ingressed into Aquarius and it is also the astrological new year. So there's just loads of energy here surrounding new beginnings, surrounding new themes, tones, approaches um, and experiences. So we need to be very um, mindful of what we're doing, where we're putting our energy and our time and our effort and how we are manifesting things into our lives um, during this new season that we're entering. So let's start with uh, Mercury and Taurus at the very beginning of the month on the 3rd of April. On the very first day that Mercury enters Taurus, it squares Pluto and Aquarius for the very first time ever, meaning... Mercury in Taurus has never squared Pluto in Aquarius ever in our <laughs> entire existence. So this is going to be an energy that we've never encountered before. And again, it's going to be interesting to see what this manifests as. I think the likely manifestation of this energy, in my personal opinion, will be the collective digging deep into various areas of life and establishing and demanding truth. And this is a theme that has been around for a while. However, the difference is, is that more and more people will be doing their own research and coming to their own conclusions, as opposed to listening to the narrative other people are trying to paint. So loads of people will be moving away from listening to mainstream news or, um, you know, listening to what governments are saying. They're going to be looking at ways in which they can establish their own authority, like I said, and come to their own conclusions. So the things that we're going to be looking at is the truth behind our food, our money, our systems, our resources like gas, water, I think space as well, specifically the amount of money that we're putting into science projects and experiments that, I mean, us as a collective, we did not know about. All of that will be revealed over the next 20 years or so. So of course we will not find out everything at one time and people are or have been collectively building evidence to, to provide proof around things that they are discovering, which will definitely come out later along the line. Um, but there will be some um, revelations coming up over the next couple weeks and months. This does, however, create potential for a lot of disagreements and arguments. Um, people trying to convince others that their point of view is right, etc. It would be best for us to have an open mind and not to force our views or opinions on others. Um, I specifically want us to be mindful of fear-mongering around the lack of resources that we have. Um, we can already see restrictions in supermarkets about the amount of items people can buy at one time so expect to see more of this as they push the narrative of food shortages and firstly it will start as food shortages and then it will start as water shortages and then it will start as um, gas shortages so we'll just have this panic that's created around things running out and people might end up panic buying or um you know just really panicking about how they're going to get by day to day, be mindful of this, okay? We need to use our logical mind and we need to do our own research and um, discover the truth behind some of these narratives that are being painted. And it will be in our best interest not to give in to that fear because then we'll be in a low vibration and that isn't going to be any better for your body in the long run anyway. Moving on to the full moon in Libra on the 6th of April. So this is the end of a series of full moons at the 16th degree since October 2022. So that means every single full moon 
since October has been at the 16th degree. And when we add up 16, it is seven, and seven is a universal spiritual number. But 16 degrees of Libra is the second decan, which is ruled by Uranus slash Saturn. So what we may see this manifest as is people realizing the importance of balance in their life in all areas, not in just specific areas, in all areas. And a balance between companionship and independence, structure and freedom, expression and silence, work and rest, etc. I think the key thing is trying not to be too rigid in our approach to our everyday lives. So being more mindful of striking a balance in certain things. So if you're someone who like overworks themselves and doesn't have enough time for rest and the only time you rest is when you've really burnt yourself out, then your focus over the next, I don't know, maybe forever at this point, (laughs) will be to establish a better balance between how much work you do and how much time you take for rejuvenation. So that's kind of the main theme that I see coming up here. On the world stage, we may see the end of harmony between neighbours. So um, we might see people needing to part ways to establish their own sense of power, authority and peace. Again, people taking back their power. This can result in some conflicting messages as well as conflict in the physical form. So what I mean is that, you know, all these things that are in place to basically help the world and countries run smoother, that might break down for whatever reason. And as a result, lots of people will be, you know, taking back their power and saying, actually, I don't agree with what you guys are doing as the wider group. So I'm going to go off over here and do my own thing. This is something that I see happening um, in the near future. And I guess it's about people establishing their independence away from groups that don't have their best interest. It's important to note that not only does the moon oppose the sun in this transit, it also opposes Jupiter and Chiron all in Aries. (laughs) So this will see a lot of people choosing themselves over choosing others. And when I say that, I mean choosing yourself where you have been choosing others to your own detriment. Okay. I don't mean just being selfish for no reason. I'm I'm talking about someone who's been in a relationship with someone who's realized that they haven't been giving them the love or the appreciation that they deserve and choosing to walk away from that relationship as a result. Not someone being in a relationship that's healthy and then just choosing to be more self-centered because that's what they want to do. That's not what I mean. So a lot of people will be finding a sense of healing through doing that as well. Like where they've been over um compromising in certain situations it's going to be like oh actually I don't need to do that anymore I'm gonna put all that energy and effort into myself so I expect to see a lot of focus on the establishment of independence in many shapes and forms now we have Venus in Gemini so Venus will try and Pluto and Aquarius on the 11th the same day it will ingress into Gemini Again, this is going to be a very interesting transit because this is the first ever time Venus in Gemini will have contact with Pluto in Aquarius. So saying that, it's important to note that this can manifest as many different things and it's going to be impossible for us to narrow down what these manifestations may be. But personally, I 
just have a really strong feeling around authority and independence, like self-authority um, and inner authority and independence. And this energy will contribute to the collective as a whole, intensely seeking out things, people and paths that bring them nothing but happiness. So I feel like we're doing away with the days of suffering in spaces where we don't want to be, um, in things that don't bring us a sense of peace or satisfaction. It's as if a light bulb goes off in our head suddenly reminding us that we are attracting what we are and if we want a better quality of life we have to seek out and make those changes that facilitate the growth and happiness that we are seeking um so this is great overall however it can manifest as a lot of issues with the nervous system so people can be experiencing headaches anxiety and feeling generally overstimulated but perhaps not knowing specifically why um i personally think this is because people will be receiving a lot of downloads and if that's not your current reality like if you're not someone who has been tuned in tapped in turned on um and connected to the universe then receiving a lot of downloads suddenly is going to literally send you on a mental spiral um and it can feel very draining and overwhelming so my advice to anyone who feels like they're having like any spiritual warfare or just having loads of downloads is to have a journal or a piece of paper by your bed or um utilize your notes but whenever you have an idea or just something coming to your head try and write it down and if you're having moments where it feels like you're having brain fog then sit with yourself for a little while and just write do some free writing to try and get off your mental whatever it is that may be coming to you um intuitively overall this transit creates space for us to be more open-minded to take more leaps of faith to be inspired and to rediscover our own passion for our own purpose in life so it's really good for us to get out there, to socialize, to do things that we've never done before. So if you're someone who's quite introverted, then putting yourself in a setting where you're going to um, socialize and network with new people would be very favorable for you. This is a great energy to get to know new people as well. So if you're someone who's like out here dating, this is a great opportunity for you to get to know different groups of people, um, to try something new, um, to put yourself out there. It's also a great energy to um, get things done as well. So you might find that you have more passion to get your daily errands done and this can feel very satisfactory to you moving on to the sun in taurus considering every season is all about new beginnings themes approaches and goals the sun moving into the sign of taurus is going to highlight our need to establish a plan to support these new ventures that we may find ourselves going on as we are nearing the end of the North Node being in Taurus, which was pushing us to actively and intentionally plan for some of the challenges that we may face in the, the near future, surrounding stability, leisure, pleasure, finances, resources, materialism, etc. Now is the time to really drill down on those plans. So those of you who are paying attention will feel your intuition guiding you to make specific changes that are ultimately going to maximize your chances of survival when things may go a little bit south. So 
um, in my Saturn in Pisces video, I was talking about there possibly being a new wave of restrictions. Um, and we're seeing some of them come up now, especially in the UK. So um, we're definitely going to have further restrictions around our basic necessities. So i.e. gas, electricity, water, food, etc. So now would be the perfect time to look at ways to store certain foods, ways to grow your own fruit and veg, to connect with people who have plots of land, who are growing their own fruit and veg, who have their own farms, to find communities that are moving away from relying on money to survive and to connect with people that are tapping into alternative ways of living. On a personal level, uh, the sun in Taurus is a fantastic transit to reevaluate your connection to materialism, what you do for pleasure and why. So to assess what you have and what you need and specifically what you need not what you want or what you would like but what would you need to survive and what can you give up to make yourself and your life more efficient and sustainable so sun in taurus is great for reevaluating finances to reorganizing your home getting rid of junk they can <laughs> taurus can have a tendency to be hoarders like they'd like to have possessions and stuff but Look around your house, see what is, you know, taking up space that you don't need. It's time to tap into Marie Kondo and, you know, chuck things out. Look at things that don't bring you a sense of happiness anymore and get rid of them or give them to charity or something. But creating space for new things to come into your life and to live a lighter life will definitely be beneficial for you in the month of April. And lastly, we have the new moon slash solar eclipse in Aries. So this transit is at 29 degrees of Aries, which indicates we are at the end of something to do with Aries in our life. So most importantly for any of these transits, you need to look at where they're taking place in your chart because that will give you a lot more insight into what these transits are going to focus on for the period that they're transiting in that area of your chart so um i think the end always has to take place to create space for the new so what will we be ending is the question well that all depends i think on a personal level a lot of people could be feeling the need to release the desire to be negatively self-centered that you could be craving connection moving towards community togetherness valuing the importance of companionship and seeking out those connections in others especially considering the issues that are being brought up around venus and mercury this month this is really going to push us to I think be more gracious and to have more gratitude towards the connections that we do have and the people that we do have in our lives and what they bring to the table. Um, but secondly, moving away from being codependent on systems or people to provide us a sense of belonging or a sense of um, power in our lives like really taking back that power and finding our own inner authority and relying on that more strongly 29 degrees of aries is the third decan which is ruled by sagittarius and a lot of people could be searching for a higher connection to something bigger than themselves i think people may also look at migration so moving to other countries or adapting different ways of living and learning about different things and cultures Bearing in mind we have Chiron and Jupiter in the mix and after their initial conjunction on the 15th of March which literally 
in four days, a lot of people will be healing parts of themselves that may have been ignored for a while. So the healing will ultimately help people access a higher level of consciousness, a higher vibration, and even help eliminate any ailments we have in our mental, physical, and emotional body. So if you find yourself suffering from any illnesses that you cannot quite put your finger on or you can't get diagnosed, it will be in your best interest to connect with your body, work on your mind-gut connection, ask your body what do you need to do to access better health, and follow the cues that you get. This is something that I've been working on for the last two, three years, especially as I had Saturn in my first house, like it was just very, uh, (laughs) it was very interesting to learn about the importance of my body and the connection to the higher self through my physical body. Um, So you can learn some great insights by just listening to your body and asking yourself, what do you need and taking action on the, the messages that you get. So guys, that is my very brief for the first time overview of the astrology of April. I hope this has been helpful for you guys. If it has and you enjoyed this episode and you like listening to my overview of the astrology of the month, please do not forget to like, comment and subscribe. I really appreciate it. And if you have a spiritual dilemma that you want to talk about, that you want to get some guidance on, please do not forget to email me directly at spiritualaf@outlook.com and send me your dilemma and I'll hope to answer it in my next episode and give you some spiritual insight into what you can do to overcome any obstacles or challenges you're having spiritually. Until next time, I hope you guys have an amazing month of April. For my Aries babies, happy birthday in advance. I will be back next week to post uh your year ahead tarot reading for um your birthday so please do make sure you come back and visit us at this channel until next time stay blessed and we'll speak very soon bye